Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests today are visiting from the city of Baxter. With us is City Administrator Brad Shapoulis and also Baxter Police Chief Jim Exted. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you for having us. Good afternoon. All right, uh, Chief, maybe we will start with you. You've got some things happening in the department. Let's share it with the town. Yeah, we do. Kind of some fun fun and uh, end of an era type things. Um, Assistant Chief Russ Wickland. He's been with the Baxter Police Department his entire career. I think he may have done a short stint on the water patrol back with Crowing County, maybe as an intern, and I maybe got paid five bucks an hour. Wow. Then. But <laughs> um, for 32 years, Russ has been with our department. Uh, he's served in many capacities in that time. Uh, he's finishing last nine years or so as the assistant chief. Um, before that, he was uh, a sergeant for a while. He was on the Financial Crimes Task Force for several years. That was a state-run agency or state-run function. Mm -hmm. Um, He partnered up with uh, some of the bigger FBI um, postal agencies down in the cities, and they worked some really high-profile cases back then, and you know, way before that, he was out on patrol as well. So Many years. Then, many huh? years, yeah, 32 years total. So wow. we're wrapping that up here in a couple of weeks. Um, when is he done officially? Uh, I think officially it's March 31st okay. for the, the official paperwork. But sure. I don't expect to be seeing much of him around <laughs> the office. And some vacation time. Yeah, I got some vacation to use. So. <laughs> Good for him. Well, so, congratulations. Yeah, we're saying goodbye. And um, that, and, you know, in a small department like us, promotional opportunities aren't aren't that frequent. But in this case, um, the city council and city staff uh, agreed that internal promotions would be a good thing. So we went through that process. And uh, Sergeant Matt Meyer, who's been with our department the uh, better part of 19 years now, mm-hmm. he's going to be promoted to the new assistant chief, Wonderful. or will be our new assistant chief starting in April. So Awesome. Good um, for him. Yeah, he's been a sergeant with us for quite some time, too, and uh, run the canine, kind of took that off the ground years ago and mm-hmm. ran that uh, very well. So that's that. And then uh, kind of just an update on the canine program. Uh, Timber, uh, she's now about a year and a half old and closing in on the end of her training. She's uh, currently um, trained up to do some search and rescue type stuff, uh, detection work, and has been doing very well at that, um, both internally and externally. We get called to assist other agencies. But here in a month or so, uh, she's going to be wrapping up her narcotics certification. Oh, wow. So we're really excited about that. Um, get her uh, out on the road and uh, doing what she's fully capable of doing. And What kind of a dog is she? She's a Belgian, Malinois. She's, okay. Malinois, yep. okay. Uh, another uh, oh boy, I think that's our third Belgian. Mm-hmm. Um, she's our first she. Uh, yeah, a girl. <laughs> yeah, we, we we ventured uh, in that direction this time, and cool. it's been a lot of fun. Um, and the other exciting part is uh, there's several other agencies in the county now that that are getting very active with uh, canine units. So mm-hmm. for us, that means somebody to train with. Sure. We have the ability to to meet up on on certain days of the week, and instead of just our department, one or two officers trying to figure it out, we have a group of people getting together and 
it's extremely beneficial for each department and the area when we do that. So. Sure. And those canine, I mean, they're an integral part of the team once they're on it, aren't they? Yeah. they. Uh, when you're partnered up with, with a canine, you know, after a couple of years of being together, it's it's a real special bond. You know, yeah. it takes a while to, to get to that point. It's a lot of training. It's just a lot of time, both on and off duty. But mm-hmm. um, they're they're fun to watch. Um, for the most part, now I think several of the teams across the county are trained up or nearly uh, completely trained up. So awesome. uh, we've got a lot of resources in the area when it comes to canines. That's awesome. And uh, I should know too that uh, it's early April. I don't have the exact dates, but we're we're bringing uh, the certification group. Uh, it's a regional certification uh, that'll be coming to Baxter Brainerd area in early April. Okay. Um, in the past, we've hosted uh, the event. When we've done it in the past, it's been the um, the full street work stuff. So that's when you see a lot of the the stuff out in the public. The the um, going through the the search portion of it out in the fields going through the the obstacle courses and Mm -hmm. stuff we won't have that this time this is just specific to drugs but um you're probably going to see a lot of uh unfamiliar canine cars driving around for a couple (laughs) days so everything's all right they're just here uh getting their annual certifications excellent all right anything else in the department that we should know about jim no i mean we we continue to be uh pretty busy like everybody else trying to get through and put the COVID years behind us now. Um, Traffic safety kind of took a back seat, unfortunately, for a lot of reasons during COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, As a TZD, towards zero deaths group, we're trying to ramp that back up. Okay. Um, So hopefully we'll, we'll get some of the, the, uh, the public type events up and running again here in the next year or so. Good, good deal. Speaking of public events, I don't know if you were out on the ice last night, but uh, the Skate with a Cop event, uh, were you there or do you know some folks who might have participated in that? I know some folks. <laughs> I, uh, I The last time I put skates on was a long time ago. Um, okay. I, uh, I've been told by my doctor to stay away, so it was All one right. of those things. No, it. Gotcha. Uh, I, heard, I hear it went very well. Um, and that's the those are the events that that I'm talking about. We yeah. we want to partner with uh, with the other local agencies and and just starting to get back out in the public. And yeah. um, I think it's it's something that's really needed. And I know it's it's enjoyed by the officers as much as the individuals in the community. So. There's a cute picture on the front of the dispatch this oh, morning. Good. Good. <laughs> but it was uh, Kerwin County and it was Baxter Police and Brainerd Police all kind of came together for that. So it looks like it was a good time and neat that you put that on and let's keep going forward with those events. Yep. Helps yep. bring the community together. All right. Jim, thank you so much. We appreciate that. And uh, again, we want to say congratulations to uh, Chief Russ Wickland, Assistant Chief, on his retirement upcoming. So, yep. all right. Thanks. All right, Brad, let's turn it over to you. Brad Chapoulis is is the city administrator for Baxter, and uh, you've got some things to talk about. And I know you weren't able to be with us last month, but we did talk about the Southwest Baxter study. Can you bring us up to date on that? Sure. Community Development Director Josh Doty last month brought you up to speed uh, regarding 880 acres in which the city accepted donate as do- as a donation uh, pertaining to uh, 
you know, efforts from Camp Ripley and other entities to preserve that from development. Uh, that led to the city commissioning a Southwest back what we're referring to as a Southwest Baxter study. I won't go into details as I know Josh pretty much went <laughs> A to Z as to what the purpose and intent, but we, the one thing that wasn't uh, for sure at the time that he uh, was here last month is the date of the open house. Ah. Uh, the open house is scheduled for Thursday, March 31st from 6 to 7.30 p.m., Okay. And will be held at the Northland Arboretum. This is an opportunity for the general public or anybody who is interested in, in, in trying to mold or define what the end use of that 880 acres is uh, to participate and, and be part of an organic planning process. Absolutely. And this is kind of a big deal for the city, is it not? <laughs> it, it is a huge deal. I mean, mm-hmm. 880 acres, is yeah. that's more than the um, total amount of acreage of open space parkland that the city owns. Wow. You know, with the 880, we're at about 1,400 acres. So, wow. you know, we're talking 500 and some acres yeah. total. So it's, it's double the amount of open space that we have. The result of this may lead to us relieving ourselves of ownership of some of it. Oh, okay. Uh, we just don't know what that end product looks like. Sure. Um, you know, we're looking to hear from all, <clears throat> all uh, aspects of, of the general public as to potential recreational or open space uses of of that property. There's probably a lot of ideas out there. I'm sure there is. We're (laughs) looking forward to hearing what those are. Yep. You never know. That's neat. That's exciting. Okay. And we are moving into spring, and we know that it's kind of another season here. (laughs) Ah, the roads. Talk to us a little bit about what's going on this time of year. Yeah, well, as as I always joke around, is is there's two seasons. There's winter and construction. Bingo. (laughs) But with that being said, as as winter is is letting go of the grasp of the weather and, and now getting into some melting and thawing, uh, the the annual potholes are are starting to appear and things of that nature. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, <laughs> this is the time of year that we caution the general public that uh, we will have our streets crews out doing pot pa- our pothole patching. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be re- also repairing the signs and the mailboxes that got hit uh, over the winter months and trying to get that prepped for. Um, for, for the summer, and then as summer arrives, we'll be in construction season. There it is. <laughs> so, so road construction this year is is um, located in smaller sections, uh, Universal Road, okay. uh, from the car wash to Golf Course Road. There are three points of intersection coming off of 371 at Wida and Clearwater that will get repaired. And then the big one uh, that most people will... will be impacted on will be the Foley Road, okay, uh, which is the frontage road on the south side of 210. Mm-hmm. That will be reconstructed from Highland Scenic or County Road 48 all the way to the John Deere implement. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And along with that will be the relocation of the railroad crossing from Knollwood over to Inglewood as Oh, wow. As we are preparing to complete the western north-south parallel corridor to 371, similar to what the city oh. has done with with uh, Cypress Drive on the east side. Okay. Trying to create a, a similar corridor on the west side so that we can relieve local traffic from having to use 371 to Thank access you. businesses. So <laughs> along the 371 corridor. 
Excellent. I was, you know, we were talking about uh, last year about naming the snowplows in the state, and then I know Brainerd did some naming, and uh, there was a suggestion made that, you know, the potholes could be named. <laughs> Some spots that keep popping up, but you guys are on it, and uh, those will be repaired as po- as soon as possible. We know you can name them yourself if you want to, but you know. <laughs> Anywho, all right, Brad, thank you. And then um, I know you wanted to talk about uh, some seasonal employment here yeah. in Baxter. Yeah, beyond just full time opportunities uh, of employment within the city of Baxter, we are we always are looking for seasonal help, particularly in our parks and public works departments. Uh, if anyone who uh, of any age uh, would like to to be outside, mm-hmm. working uh, mowing grass, uh, working in uh, on potholes, hey, uh, there things, you go. Things of that nature, <laughs> uh, we're always lo- looking for seasonal help uh, okay. and. and uh, this is the time for the spring summer, uh, as we are just starting to advertise for those opportunities. Uh, pay range is anywhere from thirteen to fifteen twenty-five or fifteen fifty. Uh, so, great opportunity. People who are looking for seasonal help, maybe you be a high schooler uh, or just turning the uh, fifteen, sixteen years of age. Mm-hmm. That uh, these are great opportunities outside. Get a tan. I was going to say, <laughs> catch some vitamin D rays out there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, Excellent. I just wanted to give the opportunity uh, to the general public to know that there are seasonal uh, part-time opportunities that are within the city uh, of Baxter, and then. In addition to that, uh, for those that want to be involved in in the elections and things of that nature, we're always looking for oh, yeah. election judges. Uh, this year being a general election year, mm-hmm. we happen to have a primary and a general election. So there's okay. two uh, voting uh, poll or <clears throat> excuse me voting blocks this year, and so uh, we are always in the need of election judges. And if anyone who is interested in being an election judge, I would. Adv- encourage them to contact Kelly Steele, the assistant city administrator for the city of Baxter, to get details. Excellent. And you've got a website, too, that all of this information and more is available, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, A lot of the information that we talked about uh, this afternoon is available uh, via the city's website, which is www.baxter.com. BaxterMN.gov You can always Google Baxter, Minnesota It'll probably come right up too Exactly And uh, before we let you go We've kind of noticed here Over the past month or so Some uh, openings of some new establishments here uh, Along one of the corridors at least What have you got for us? (laughs) Yeah As anyone who drives down 371 will notice Is is there are two restaurants that have opened Uh, They're not... uh, it's not been a secret. Nope. Uh, you can see it uh, being under construction for the last several months. But Jimmy John's opened its door recently, and Blaze Pizza, awesome. uh, just south of KC or uh, KFC, mm-hmm. uh, just opened up. So two two other opportunities cool. uh, to dine have opened within the city of Baxter. And if any indication of the early building permits or early inquiries to building permits, we're going to have an, a very very healthy construction season this year. Incoming. Here we go. All right. Gentlemen, anything else we need to add before we let you go here this afternoon? No, I I think we're good. I appreciate the time and the opportunity to speak with you, Absolutely. Our pleasure to have you. Thank you very much for taking time, and uh, we'll see you again hopefully soon. Thank you. Thanks, Seth. I'm Tess Taylor, and our guests today include Baxter City Administrator Brad Chapoulis and Baxter Police Chief Jim Eckstead. Again, I'm Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus.
And remember, too, you can always listen to Community Focus anytime online on our website, which is 1067wjjy.com. You can also pull it up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.